1: Hey, everybody. Just really quick, wanted to remind you about our Patreon page. For just five bucks a month, you could support the show, and we really appreciate anyone who supports the show. But along with it, you get two weekly bonus episodes, plus access to all sound analyses we've ever done for Kanye. Um, if, and if you're going to join any week, this is the week to do it, I would say. Because Chris has a pretty entertaining and revelatory story about Clay Z um, on Tuesday's episode. And if you don't know who Clay Z is... All the more reason to join our Patreon page because, wow, what a wild ride he is. Um, So, yep, Patreon.com slash Connie Podcast. Otherwise, enjoy the show. Everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win.
0: I guess we'll never know. So keep your
1: love. I don't get enough of it. Jesus just rose again. Listen to the kids. Welcome to Watching the Throne. A lyrical, uh, to take that back, a presidential analysis of Kanye West. (laughs) My name's Chris Lambert. My name is Travis Bean and... I don't know, I don't, I don't got much to say. I'm just sitting here drinking some coffee. Has is, is there been a lot of Kanye news lately?
2: Oh, there has been just a little bit.
1: Oh, okay. You, Could you, you want to inform me, uh, enlighten me to what's been going on the last couple of days?
2: Yeah, you've been, you've been head down writing all those Forbes articles, killing it. Yep. And And uh, Kanye, meanwhile, has been busy himself as we had two major events, and the first being an album announcement, finally. Mm. Uh, A second one, I guess, because he had already announced
1: God's Country, but it seems God's Country got scrapped. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on. Kanye announced an album, then took it away and renamed it, and is waffling back and forth on what the title of the album is going to be and when it'll come? I don't don't believe that. It is an unusual change of pace for the... (laughs) (laughs) most uh, organized artist of all time. (laughs) And are we going to be talking about that track list? Not in this episode, right? No, this episode's track list. Oh, this episode is. Oh, okay. Yeah, fun. Okay, we're not talking about the president stuff. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah, no, president stuff. That's the other news that happened
2: Uh, this weekend. (laughs) Kanye had a campaign rally that went about as well as you would expect at this point
1: um uh yeah i saw a few tweets i saw a few headlines and it all pretty much kept in line with anything that ever happens to kanye yeah yeah it was uh as
2: dramatic as the response has been what's not dramatic is that it's just par for the course (laughs) (laughs) uh so let's talk album because that's the happier thing to discuss i would agree Yeah, uh, so Kanye tweeted out new album Donda coming July 24th, hashtag 2020 vision, which this seems to be the renaming then of God's Country, which we had first heard, I think start of March um, Mm -hmm. or end of March, that God's Country was going to be a thing. No, May, May. Um, Time is fluid with Kanye. (laughs) Yeah, time is fluid in COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, the fact that it already got like the the swish and waves treatments, and Donda took over. He, I think the name we know was coming from a song because the a few days before he had tweeted out a video of his mom reciting the lyrics to KRS One song "Sound of the Police," and it's like a two minute video, and you're just hearing Donda talk for like a minute, and you kind of fall into just what the video is and then all of a sudden music starts and Kanye starts rapping and you realize that this is new Kanye and Mm. that this is a song called Donda that he's just attaching to uh, this video. And we got, I think, like 30 to 45 seconds of the song and people were really vibing with it. It had like an immense late or college dropout, late registration throwback vibe to it in a way that... I know people often say songs like 30 Hours feel like College Dropout or like No Mistakes feels like College Dropout. I, I never really got that. This legitimately felt more like College Dropout to me. <laughs> yeah, totally.
1: Um, yeah, it, it's a completely separate cuz you know, something like 30 Hours like it has the vibe of College Dropout but it has like like new school futuristic production of like, you know, new Kanye. This legitimately like you could have ev- you could have copy and pasted this onto College Rap-Out and it would've fit.
2: Yeah. One thousand percent. So people are really excited about the song and what that meant for the album and the fact that it got such a good response. I don't know if Kanye saw that and decided to like run with that energy or just was feeling that energy and decided to rename God's Country. I mean, we can see on the track list there are twenty songs that God's Country still exists on the track list. So it doesn't seem like that song got scrapped or the concept got scrapped, just that the album, much like with the life of Pablo, got renamed. <laughs>
1: I was just about to utter those four beautiful words, "The Life of Pablo." I mean, this is this is all that happened the entire time. Like tracklist constantly changing, and guys, I know we said July twenty fourth the album's coming out. I can only assume it isn't coming out then, which means <laughs> like we're gonna see this tracklist fluctuate so much between now and then, and the entire time. Yes, we will be speculating about about what any of it means so
2: just today uh Charlemagne the god had his radio show breakfast club and he was talking about how he had called kanye yesterday after the campaign rally mm-hmm. and that as far as he was aware i mean he kept saying that the album's coming out on the 24th he has an album coming out on the 24th like the other hosts were talking about like you know Kanye is gonna say that this is a mental episode blah blah blah, and Charlemagne's is just like he has an album on the 24th (laughs) like (laughs) Uh that's what this is like this is marketing you know the same way that like a lot of us have speculated like how serious is this how much is this just Kanye grabbing media attention and spotlight before an album but Charlemagne was pretty convinced that the album was still coming out though at the same time like I'm sure Charlemagne was convinced that whatever he heard in 2018 was going to be coming
1: out. And then God, I mean, like I'm just sitting here. I'm sitting here shaking my head and not in a bad way. Like I want County to take his time with it. If it doesn't come out this week, like it's no big deal. It means so I have less work to do. Honestly, I have a little more time to prepare. Like that's great, but it's sure the sure shirt the God feels like I'm still just kind of like, and it's not, no, it's not happening. I want it to happen. Trust me guys. I want it to happen, but I will be, i'll be incredibly surprised if it drops this week yeah i
2: i don't know how the campaign rally affects the album release because i feel like it was the tmz interview that caused kanye to scrap whatever that album was going to be love everybody or love Mm -hmm. everyone and brought us to having yay and what we ended up getting this was another event that felt or at least is getting attention on the level of that TMZ interview and I wonder if that means that Kanye will just be better equipped to handle it and go forward with what he wants to come out with or is just
1: like all right here <laughs> well, we go know, Kanye like 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 you pointed out that happened with Ye you know he put in like the Drake lines and, and so much changed with Ye because Kanye's always like crafting an album in the moment now like Gone are the days where, like, everything's planned out. Like, there's a set track. Like, like it's just fluid with Kanye. He's always, like, rapping about and singing about what's happening to him in the moment and crafting a narrative alongside, like, what he's going through. It's it's just the way it goes with Kanye. And I mean, that's yes. partly why I love dissecting the new album on the first day because, like, you're getting this, like, snapshot of Kanye on this specific moment in time. And, and as long as Kanye, you know, is on the campaign trail, Stuff is happening in his life. Like as far as I can tell, the the, the release date can keep changing because he's going to keep updating it with whatever the hell's going on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I feel like that was the same thing, kind of with Jesus is King, as he was getting more energy from people and exploring things. He's just like, nah, a little longer, like yeah. uh, a little longer. I mean, that's the same reason it felt like Yandi didn't come out either, right? He had the idea, he was moving forward with it, but as oh. events started unfolding he just started changing what what Yandhi was going to be and entail.
1: Wait, honestly, we are... I know people get mad that he's not hitting the release dates he puts out, but, like, we are blessed to be super fans of somebody like that, I think. Because Kanye is, like... He's, like, crafting an album, like, in the moment with you. Like, Jesus is King was done. Like, I went to the listening party. I heard the songs. And, like, he's making decisions and uh probably making like mentally thinking about like what else he could do with the album based on like how people are reacting to him and the vibe he's getting from people like that's what we get from kanye and so it's just you just never know i mean we can pray and hope that it comes out this week but you just never know
2: when i talked with uh the world famous tony williams kanye's cousin uh he was telling me (laughs) he was telling me that one of the things he comes from like the the live music rock and roll scene, right? He always had a band, was performing with a band. And he said one of the things you got to do in that side of music is workshop songs in front of a live
1: audience. Sure.
2: And really hone them and craft them and you know that this song works, that people engage with it when you put it on the album. But that in hip hop a lot of the time you're crafting the song before anybody hears it and you're never getting a reaction from the public until the album comes out and just how different that mindset is Mm -hmm. and it's funny then you talk about like the uh jesus is king experiences experience that you got to go to i wonder if kanye's taking a little bit of that idea and kind of running with it like i'm gonna play these songs to people all right i got the energy how do i I like what do i do with it yeah i'm gonna hone some things i'm gonna fix some
1: things i mean i'll put this out to kanye right now come back to chicago and have another listening party i'll be there i'll report on it live and you can then listen to the show and adjust the album as you see fit
2: i like that idea uh my one amendment would be come to austin
1: Mm, um i you know what i'm thinking he comes to Chicago first. It's his hometown. You got to you gotta be fair here. So he comes to Chicago first, performs it for me personally alone. It's like a solo <laughs> show. Then he flies. I fly with him to Austin where you and I can then watch it. How about that? <laughs> seems balanced and fair. Yeah. I mean, it only seems fair.
2: <laughs> uh, so, I mean... Will we get it? I, I hope so. But let's get into a little bit of the, the track list for the album. Just
1: a little bit of it? We're not going to go all the way through the track list?
2: Let's see how we feel. Okay. You know, it is 20, 20 songs, <laughs> so we may get tired. And also knowing us. Oh my God. Yeah. Knowing us, we may talk for two hours about just the first 10.
1: <laughs> so uh, I, I want to say that that's hyperbole, but it could very well happen. Yeah,
2: uh, it kicks off with Donda at the top. Um,
1: how which, do you feel about that song, by the way? Wait I that.
2: really I really liked what I was hearing, especially he had that moment about like, um, I wish I had the specific line, but he like said some things wrong and they rubbed it in. Mm. And just this idea of like how efficient he is at capturing... The fact that he's not perfect, but how much people drag him for those imperfections and the amount of vitriol he receives for the things that he like says and like doesn't even do. I think that's like one of the things. Like, there are people that put him in the same, they're like, Kanye's as bad as R. Kelly. And you're like, what? Yeah, like, how do you even put those two in the same level? You may not like what Kanye said, but like R. Kelly was like a monster that tortured women and like abused women. That's not the same thing that Kanye has, like annoying opinion. Like opinions you find annoying, right? Right. Uh wild. So the fact is he just captures the intensity of response and reaction to him, which is something that's very like almost childish with the like rubbed it in and he's talking to his mom and the songs about his mom. There's Mm. something very human and classic Kanye about that when he's able to take something very big and serious and make it a little bit more like poignant and childish in the Mm. best of ways that really, I think brings out the emotion of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, Obviously, we don't know if Donda will be the first track, but I mean, the fact that he has a song called Donda, like I know he's son about his mom or God, I don't even know if, if he has like directly. Yeah, he definitely has. But like there hasn't been a song really about Donda, like about her, I would say, since eight oh eight, Like you father stretched my hands. Yes. But like a, a song about Donda, about what her death meant to him and like how it changed him like Kanye's entire career, if you wanted to really paint a narrative of Kanye through his albums, through his art, you could look at Donda and the power she gave him, the confidence she gave him on those first three albums. And then what's happened to him ever since her death from 808s, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, all the way up through Jesus is King. Like Kanye has slowly been rebuilding that support system that he lost with Donda. He felt so alone. And we've seen him you know, find Kim, then become a father and then um, become a fashion icon. Like he's slowly building these, these parts of his life that are giving him that confidence that Dottie used to give him. And I would say all the way through Jesus is keen where he finally gets back to God, you know, the height he is, he's back to his spirit, you know, his faith, his, his spirit is back and he's like whole again. And he's ready for this next step having a song called Don just seems to make so much sense. Like he's, not that he's ready to move on. Like, I don't know if you can really move on from something like that. But this song to me seems to capture like like I'm finally going to fight for everything my mom did. You know, like he talked about on uh, uh, Jesus Walks. Jesus Walks, right? Am I making that up? About uh, at the Um, sit-in? No. um, No, never let me down. Yeah. Never let me down. Um, Sorry out there. I know I got some Marks on my Kanye scorecard there, but yeah, just like get, <laughs> like I I feel like this is like this next step for Kanye, like as he becomes a dad, as he comes out goes out into the world and tries to make a difference. I don't know. This song just feels like it carries so much more weight than anything he's put out in a while.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's a uh, an emotional context there that's so personal, and as you explained, like carries so much legacy uh, that it's going to be pretty fascinating to explore just for like, not just as like a song in and of itself, but what it means to the artist. Right.
1: Yeah. And then just like, and just who he is at his, in his existence, like at the campaign rally, he broke down crying, thinking about his dad wanted to abort him and he might not have existed. If his mom hadn't fought for him, like she, she, at this point in his life, like she just means so much.
2: Um, and then I guess only one, I can imagine a listener being (laughs) like, only one, only one, only one. Yeah, that would be a big one. Still, there was something about only one that, as much as that brings up Donda, and there's something really powerful about, and cathartic about having that conversation with her about his family, and I don't know if it necessarily gets into... It's almost like there's a sentimentality to there that's really refreshing and nice, but you know isn't the total package of the the ups and the downs the grief and the lows that he's dealt with regarding that so i don't think it's like the ultimate statements on his response to his mom but it really was a cathartic song yeah right uh well then you follow donda up with 24 which I'm so dumb. When I made the YouTube video going over the track list, I was just like, 24, who knows what it means? It could refer to 2024. <laughs> and then immediately after I like hit end on the video, I was like, Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> Kobe. Um,
1: or it could stand for July 24th.
2: <laughs> or it could stand for July 24th, 2020. <laughs> but you yeah, had to start an album off with just a song dedicated to his mom who has passed away and then to kobe bryant who has passed away yeah it's definitely an emotional way to start an album yeah um which i mean people may not know i'm sure most do if you're listening to this podcast but kanye and kobe were pretty close i think since like 2010 2011 whenever (laughs) kanye did that uh commercial (laughs) uh for the mamba mentality um I think Kanye would kind of rock Kobe jerseys and um, attend Lakers games. And there was just definitely a mutual respect and connection between the two of them. Yeah. Uh, And then Jay-Z actually, am I making this up? Um, Probably. A written testimony, the Jay Electronica album that's Mm -hmm. really just like a Jay-Z forced Jay Electronica to make an album and filled in (laughs) all the gaps that Jay Electronica left. Uh, (laughs) The last song on that album I think carries that loss that followed and the grief that followed uh, Kobe's death. I just always find it fascinating that kanye and jay-z always tend to still orbit each other with the content that they make yeah even if there's still not a direct response to them even in the interview that kanye did yesterday Mm -hmm. uh before his south carolina rally he talked about how he'd like jay-z to be his vice president and the girl the host uh kaylee i think her name was asked him if he had talked to jay-z about it and kanye's like you know i haven't talked to my brother in and it seemed like he was gonna say like years or however many years and she cut him off unfortunately (laughs) but uh so it seems like there's a distance but you look back to big brother and kanye talking about like i had a song with coldplay then the next thing i know jay-z has a Mm -hmm. song with coldplay and i think that's kind of just persisted that they do that to each other because you look at uh, whatchamacallit. Um, when Kanye released Bound 2 and had the video on the motorcycle, right? Then oh, when right. Jay-Z and Beyonce are releasing the Carters, they do a motorcycle-like uh, scene that recalls in some way Bound 2, even though the scene is out of the movie Bookie. Mm -hmm. which okay fine you have that like (laughs) uh you have a little what's excuse there or Mm -hmm. like it allows people to i'm blanking on the word completely Uh, (laughs) benefit of the doubt (laughs) they have the benefit of the doubt with the tukibuki reference but then kanye for the donda video where she was reciting krs1 he used
1: clips from (laughs) tukibuki almost Um, saying to jay like i know what you did
2: yeah, like, I, I, I see you there. I see you there. there. Um, and then with the Carters, when they did their song Ape Shit, it yeah. seemed very much like a callback to In Paris. And they actually even filmed the music video in the Louvre, Like, they're in Paris yeah. for a music. Like, there's just little things like that that keep coming up where you see them kind of be in conversation with each other, like working with similar people or like using the same foundation for an idea.
1: Yeah. You know, geniuses think alike.
2: Right. Right. (laughs) Still, brotherly competition persists. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it. (laughs) The third song we have, I feel terrific. Oh, should we talk
1: about the, the font here?
2: Yeah. I was actually just thinking that too. As I said, said that, um,
1: Do you like the font? I think it's cool. I I admittedly don't know much about font. I didn't take typography in college. Um, (laughs) But uh, I I guess I think it looks cool.
2: Yeah, and you may remember the famous Kanye tweets. uh, Sometimes I get emotional over fonts, or sometimes I get emotional about fonts. And Kanye's just always been an aesthetic guy, right? He cares about visual aesthetic and how things look, how they sound. Um, so leading up to the announcement of the track list, he had tweeted out a bunch of font stuff. Like this is the future font, the FTR font. Uh, he wasn't including vowels <laughs> in the the mm-hmm. name, but he just showed like the alphabet and then some numbers, Roman numerals, and all these kind of sticky notes of the font. And you're like, okay, cool. And then all of a sudden the track list comes out in that font.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to nail down the font before you put out the track list. It makes sense to me, <laughs> right? Right. I think it, what's crazy too is
2: it's all handwritten by Kanye, and the fact that you can just write in a font is weird to me.
1: Yeah, I've never really thought of that. That's man, that is such a Kanye thing to do. Like, no one, no one writes like Kanye because Kanye writes in a font he made up. Like, it's it's the most Kanye <laughs> thing
2: to do that's incredibly Kanye uh so I feel terrific uh could be taken very straightforward or it could be viewed a little bit with some layers and irony to it
1: a Kanye song I don't
2: believe <laughs> it seems like it might be something going against haters or critics
1: yeah for sure I mean yeah, it's, you, yeah. it kind of reminds me of like I love Kanye like It means, like, 15 different things as you listen to the song. Like, wait, who loves Kanye and who's seen it? Like, uh, okay, forget it. Like, it means 15 things. (laughs) Right. And also
2: makes me think of I Thought About Killing You and just these, like, very mental reflective songs that talk about his mental state and how he's feeling about himself and just in general.
1: Mm. Or maybe it's just an interlude track and it's just audio of him jumping in a bounce house with North and Saint sounds fantastic i would listen to that on loop
2: <laughs> uh oh i mean the next song is called future bounce so uh, you,
1: you... mispronounce that it's futur bounce futur bounce <laughs> left off an e <laughs> i like Futura that bounce. that's again a very kind of thing to do yeah <laughs> uh
2: which just sounds like a, i don't know like it's gonna be a futuristic beat
1: or he's got future on the song, and this is his way of squashing the beef with Drake.
2: Oh, what a weird way to squash the beef with Drake is just to have future on a song. <laughs>
1: or I guess I could height, uh, heighten the beef. Heighten the beef? Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's the name of my memoir. <laughs> heighten the beef. <laughs> it's Travis Bean's story. I mean, uh, beef, it's what's for dinner, needs a new slogan, I imagine.
2: I like it. Uh, so you have I feel terrific then future bounce I guess that could be like I'm bouncing on the future like vibing on the future mm-hmm. like him just stating kind of his uh, where his point of view is at mm-hmm. um, and then keep my spirits alive or keep my spirit alive feels very religious
1: yep that one seems to fall in line pretty well you know what that's one thing I love about this is that you know we've heard Donda we've heard washes in the blood and you and I have talked about this but like for a bit we had this idea of like, oh, Kanye's just making gospel music now, which is a dumb thing to think, because Kanye always makes a different sounding album every time he puts out an album. Um, but I'm really curious to see how a lot of these religious themed songs are gonna sound because like I imagine it's not going to sound anything like Jesus is king, and that's a pretty spiritual title like that, and Lord I need you and yeah, and, and I've heard up from the ashes, and that's a pretty like, you know, choir driven song.
2: Yeah. Uh I hope it's a spectacle, a kaleidoscope of sounds. <laughs> and we get Lord, I need you next, which also very religious. Uh, and then off the grid feels like closed on Sunday 2.0.
1: <laughs> it's just a song about Wyoming.
2: <laughs> I mean, it very well could be.
1: Uh, and then you get skirt, which oh. could also be skimmer. <laughs> oh yeah, it could be. Yeah. But I, I love that. I, I say skirt constantly. Like, if I'm just bored, I'll just go, skirt. (laughs) That's good. I I guess it is a U. Like, every time I turn a corner, (laughs) I have to skirt my way around the corner.
2: Audible every time. I just imagine you, like, driving your in-laws around. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, Travis, make a left. And you're like, "Skirt." skirt. And they're like, Son, what was that? <laughs> and you know, I do like, it
1: the whole time I turn. scared <laughs>
2: Oh, beautiful. Uh, so Skrrr, I mean, it just makes me obviously think of driving cars, but specifically following off the grid, I think about all his fucking vehicles in Wyoming. Like he has <laughs> 10 Sherp tanks and then uh, like a whole other brand of like ATV vehicle. Yeah. And then a fleet of ford raptor trucks so he's pretty loaded out when it comes to vehicles
1: yeah hmm. uh, i also have it, to before we move any further i have to point out something kanye did which i understand this is something i used to do when you know, back in the day when you would burn cds yeah like and you would have to like make your own track list and you would write out the track list sometimes you start the font way too big and as you get further and further down the shitty paper, you <laughs> tighten up the font, <laughs> And you see if kind of Connie made the classic mistake of in God's country, that, that's way too big. You got to start shrinking it right there.
2: Yeah, right? He starts condensing everything. It makes me think of the John Mulaney joke where he's like, you ever like trying to write happy birthday and you're just like running out of room, <laughs> you get to the end of line, you start over. And then once again, you're like, big ass B." <laughs> And then, oh no, like little why <laughs> that's exactly what happened to Kanye, yeah, uh, so we have in God's country coming in at track one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, hmm, <laughs> which uh, yeah, makes sense, but then it's followed by God's country, do you think yeah. that's? In God's Country and God's Country are two separate songs, uh, a title and a subtitle, two parts. God's Country is indented underneath of In God's Country. Yeah.
1: I would imagine that it's either like a two-part scenario or it's like a low-lights highlight scene where you get like an intro and then like the song.
2: Yeah. Um, Donda and 24 are also um, kind of indented. Donda's a little bit more left, 24 is a little bit more right. Mm. But then the tracks beneath 24 are mostly in line with Donda. I saw people speculating, actually, that it was going to be two albums or like two halves. Uh And the front half was Donda. (laughs) And then the second half was In God's Country or God's Country.
1: That's a good... I like that theory. I was just before you threw out that conspiracy theory, I was about to say... Like this is like this is fodder for Kanye stands. Like you we're we're talking about the spacing of songs on track list to try to like just uh, figure out things about Kanye's album. Like we're we are just so thirsty for Kanye music that we're making up anything to make this make sense. <laughs> right? Like
2: he hasn't really ever done anything where you should read into it this way. But at the same time it's Kanye. So yeah, you he's can't keep us guessing right but it would like i really like the idea of a longer album uh just there's something about like the energy of the life of pablo or uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy just those epics that i really enjoy and as much as we talked about and praised the seven song uh tracks and how powerful that can be in terms of just how graspable the concept is mm-hmm. and how easily listenable it is to get through the album in that like 20 to 30 minute span at the same time, I'm ready for like a full 40 to 60 minute Kanye album again. So the idea that this could be two separate albums is, I mean, and that could be like God's country and like Donda could be Jesus King too. And God's country could just be God's country.
1: I think it's also Kanye uh, keeping us on our toes because you know, he saw that, we only had a seven-episode season for Yay, seven-episode season for Kitsy goes. He's finally like, you know what, guys? Like, time to go back to work. 20 songs. <laughs> Get to it. Take half a year. <laughs> <laughs> it, it probably it will take half a year because some of these songs will undoubtedly have a two-part episode. Right. Right. Yeah.
2: I wonder, I wonder how long they're going to be. But you have In God's Country, In God's Country. If it is two albums, then you would have Donda to In God's Country, I think, be the opening mm-hmm. one, which would be nine songs, and then God's Country to Hurricane, which would be the final 11, which 9 and 11 is much more in line with the albums Kanye has released since 2018 uh, rather than 20. So he could still be on that like shorter album kick. Mm-hmm.
1: Or all of this as a wash, and he's going to put out a completely different album a year from now. Just speculate.
2: As I sit here staring at a wall, <laughs> having f- nom-like flashbacks. <laughs> uh, um. So God's country is followed by "Welcome to My Life," which also feels introductory, right? Like that feels like the title song.
1: Yeah, um, it sounds like. Uh, I don't know. It sounds like a sitcom. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to my life. <laughs> I'm Kanye West. The second half of the album is just
2: skits. <laughs> Could you imagine? Turns um, wash us
1: in the blood into a skit.
2: So what's the deal with washing? <laughs> Why do we do it with water? Why not blood?
1: Yeah, hmm? I think you should go ahead and just write the second half of this album. <laughs>
2: Kanye <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld a lot of Caribbean <laughs> enthusiasm I think I can write the skits for the what are the chances that
1: Kanye is a Seinfeld fan 100% yes yeah, can we go above 100 yeah yeah
2: please okay probably over 100 <laughs> <laughs> um so Woken of My Life which kind of makes me think of Follow God uh, just because so much of follow god was like life, like this is what my life like mm-hmm. uh and riffing on benny siegel's song beanie siegel song um what'd you call him well, i think i called him benny oh <laughs> <But> <laughs> i didn't hear beanie that siegel. but i hope you did <laughs> wow uh <laughs> what was that what was that song
1: oh um something about light right uh dark oh no what's your life like what's your life oh yeah duh the the line i'm thinking of has to do with dark and light yeah um
0: with kizik hands free shoes motion sounds something like this kizik helps you experience the magic of motion with over 200 patents and easy on easy off technology you'll never have to touch your shoes again there are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks.
2: So, I don't know, I just made me think about that, but it feels like the opening track to an album rather than song 12. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, and then Up From The Ashes, which uh, I heard back... During the, when we got videos of the Jesus is King experience, mm-hmm. but I haven't listened to it
1: since. I haven't either, but I remember really liking it. And it was, mm-hmm. I always remember that was one like people always pointed out and were upset that it wasn't on the final track list.
2: Yeah. It seems like redemption for some, uh, Jesus King and Yandi songs as we'll yeah.
1: see. Um, was that your favorite of the ones that you heard? No, Salah was still, like, the one that I was like, oh, shit, like, this is going to be epic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Then we got Tell the Vision, which
2: seems like sharing a vision about, I don't know, I guess Sub Sandwiches? Probably. (laughs) Uh, Then wash Us in the Blood, which, again, we've determined is a skit
1: on the album. Yes. I mean... I know we've heard the song and everything, but I'm pretty sure Chris and Ryder, Chris and I are right about this one. <laughs> uh, and then
2: everything, which I, I love the idea. <laughs> Do you know where I'm going with this? Uh, no, I'm here, though. Gimme. I love the idea that you remember, like, Nazir, uh, the Naz episode from 2018. He has mm-hmm. a song, Everything, that features uh, kanye singing yeah that's right i like the idea that kanye is just like that's my song now yeah. <laughs> and puts it on his album raps raps naz's verses verbatim and uh that's it it's just on the
1: album i, I was just laughing because it just seems like the most obvious con- so- title for a kanye song ever just like everything <laughs> fuck it <laughs> right like what should we call this one uh, everything it does like have uh, a, a Kanye power to it like ultra light beam like it, it encompasses like so much.
2: Yeah, there's a grandiosity about everything, because it's everything, you know? Yep. Like you hit the nail on the head. When I was a kid.
1: <laughs> oh, here I, we go. Uh,
2: Everybody get ready. You got to you got to meet David at my wedding. Yeah. Um he lived up the street from me, and we would get into like annoying fights and like yell at each other and like fight each other and then leave and then be best friends again the next day we were like punching fighting sometimes oh good we're like four or five years old and uh one time we got in like a huge fight because (laughs) he kept making me and like we lived opposite ends of the street right and it wasn't a giant street like a quarter of a mile at most But (laughs) I, he had me like walk over to his place and then told me to go back and get one of my toys. So then I walked back and got the toy and then walked back and then he told me he wanted a different toy. So I walked back and got the toy and walked back and he wanted a different one. And I did that like three or four times Before I finally got, like, really angry. I don't know why it took me that long to get really angry about that. (laughs) But I told him no, and he started yelling at me, and I started yelling at him. And I still remember, as he was calling me, like, stupid and dumb, having this epiphany of, like, oh, I know what the best insult of all time is. I know it. And I looked up at him, and he was standing on, like, the... There was like kind of a staircase going up to a walkway leading to his, the front doors on like the second story It was a Mm. duplex. And he was standing on the balcony like yelling down at me and I yelled back up at him. I was like, yeah, well, you're every name in the book.
1: (laughs) I thought you were going to call him a booger face, but that's pretty good too.
2: No, yeah, no. You're I mean, Boogerface I did cuz that's in the book. Yeah, you're right. right? Like yeah. he's every name in the book. But you so also called n- him God. What?
1: Well, he's you said he's every name in the book. And... Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> it's blasting. Yeah, I was
2: thinking I was thinking
1: like the insult book. Oh, well, you didn't specify so in retrospect that's not a very good insult.
2: No, yeah. I mean, it was there's a lot of flaws.
1: Yeah, you called him the smart, accomplished, funny. <laughs> <like>. <laughs> Which is pretty good for a five-year-old.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, everything I called him everything, and it <laughs> means that I called him
1: nothing. And and again, you you wrote the second half of this album, so this skit is just about that experience, right? Could
2: you imagine?
1: <laughs> it's it's just it's North and Saint. Reenacting a script you wrote out that uh, details this experience.
2: Yeah, like uh, North's David Saints me, and just I I narrate. I'm like I went down the street, and when I came back, David
1: said, <laughs> "North's like meanwhile Go get another toy. the entire country who's listening to the album's just like what the fuck is this?"
2: Yeah, no, I, I think it would hurt me when we did the best Kanye West song tournament deathmatch <laughs> extreme six thousand, and we have. Everything go up against low lights and low lights wins.
1: <laughs> everything becomes the new standard for like the lowest of Kanye's lows, <laughs> <laughs> and it's all because of you.
2: <laughs> I try to slander liftoff, and people are just like, no, everything
1: <laughs> liftoff's the great liftoff instantly becomes everybody's favorite because they know you hate it, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, also everything okay, uh, and then we have new body, which. Like, what a journey that song's been on. My God.
1: Like, what is that song going
2: to sound like? I don't know. Apparently, uh, there's speculation Nikki was still on it. Then some random ass Twitter account said Nikki's not on it. There was a version of the song that leaked that didn't have Nikki. But then it was going to be a Nikki-only song at a certain point. Hmm. So I have no fucking idea.
1: Yeah, him and Nikki have stayed pretty tight over the years. So I would imagine she'd still be on it yeah
2: i would like her to be i don't know i liked new body
1: yeah it's a great song what uh, heard
2: and then we have hold the love which uh sounds nice
1: it could be hold the live <laughs> i did think that at first when or, i first looked at it, i was like hold is it the hold the line li- is it hold the line
2: hold the line men." we have the enemy cavalry driving <laughs> down on
1: us uh, it just goes into like a world war one <laughs> like i mean you could see both cases because uh, jesus is King. he got pretty antagonistic in his spiritual warfare but at the same time he could just be saying like man hold on to the love like just grab onto it don't let go
2: yeah i like the idea of that especially you think about like following new body and kind of like the self-praise that's going along with that and The uh, at least at the time, he was talking about the positivity that's supposed to be part of that song. Mm -hmm. So, the idea of like having that uh empowerment holding going in to hold the love, Mm -hmm. uh, then we get Praise God, which feels I don't know what that word is about. Uh I think it's
1: one of those anagrams, like you're supposed to rearrange mm. the letters. Okay. So it's probably Oh, I know what this song's about. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's <laughs> <laughs> never mind. You know that G kinda looks like a Q. Could be praise quad. <laughs> it could be <laughs>
2: praise quad. <laughs> I uh I don't even wanna I don't even want to say what I was
1: what I was gonna go I, with. I would prefer you didn't. <laughs>
2: okay. You want to say it so um, bad? I s- I really do, but I really don't. I'll tell you afterwards. I'll tell All right. you afterwards. And then if
1: and if I think it's suitable for the podcast, we'll we'll splice it in at the end. Okay.
2: <laughs>
0: uh,
1: okay. Um, <laughs> if you okay. don't if you don't hear it spliced in at the end. That means it was unforgivable. Like, this show would have been canceled if Chris said it.
2: It's just like, you're like a 13-year-old, like, you make everything, like, graphic. Mm. That that sounds
1: like like it would fit right into the show, then. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Uh, Well, so Life of the Party is the penultimate song. Which, I gotta say, I was disappointed that L.A. Monster wasn't listed here. I can only hope, and it's my only hope, <laughs> that Life of the Party is somehow a renamed L.A. Monster.
1: That'd be cool. Yeah.
2: I would like that very much. Um,
1: hmm. Or want I, I another if- skit about one of your frat parties.
2: <laughs> it could be that. Uh, what's the... Who's the famous, like... Clown or the famous, uh, <laughs> oh god, John Gacy, no, not the, the clown series. <laughs> oh, the color. other kind of clown, oh, Bozo? like a fame, famous like mime or something. It's just that famous story about like the clown is in town to do a show and the shows are sold out, and he goes to the doctor, and he's like, Doctor, I'm sad. And the doctor's like, what are you sad about? He's like, all these things, my wife left me, my blah, 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 blah. And the doctor's like, well, you know, I got just a cure for you. You should go see the famous clown that's in town. He's hilarious. And he's like, but Doc, I'm the clown. I feel like Life of the Party's that.
1: <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that track is just... He's going to copy and paste this podcast and everything you just said into that track. And that's what the track is. If this album's
2: mostly about me, it'll be my favorite Kanye album.
1: It's, it's really weird that Kanye just made an album about you without telling you. Yeah.
2: I get it, though. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Uh, watch it. like I make it this like big, sad thing. And it's just literally like, I'm the life of the party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we get Hurricane. At the very end, which uh, I've was a song,
1: but I want you to go <laughs> Hurac-
2: ahead. okay. Hurricane was uh, supposed to be on Yandi initially. I believe it was initially called Hurricane, then renamed to 80 Degrees, or was 80 Degrees renamed Hurricane, or just like both came out when looking at the lyrics. Uh, so that was something that a lot of fans were really excited about that had listened to the leaks and really wanted a CD quality completed version. Of hurricane,
1: interesting. Did anyone point out how hurricane's misspelled?
2: Lots of people pointed out how it was okay. misspelled.
1: My theory is it's not misspelled, and that this is yet <laughs> another skit where Michael Caine turns into a hurricane and wreaks havoc on the United Kingdom.
2: Uh, that would be uh pretty amazing. Do you know the, the trick with saying Michael Caine's name the way Michael Caine says Michael Caine? <laughs> No, <laughs> you say my cocaine, my cocaine,
1: yeah, you're right. it works. My cocaine, wow, yeah, or it's a song about Herman Cain
2: yeah, uh, I did see somebody speculate that it's like Cain and Abel, and it's oh. going to be getting at something like he's Cain in the story or like
1: uh, I don't I don't know how is Cain spelled though in the Bible?
2: C-A-I-N.
1: Yes. See, that's why I think it's Michael Caine, because you could call it Hurricane (laughs) without the E, and it would still spell Hurricane. That's true. You're on to something. But that also means it can't be about Herman Cain, which is kind of a bummer, because a skit or a song about Herman Cain would be very much welcome. Perfect.
2: It'd be the height of hilarity. But it seems, uh, looking at some of the lyrics from Hurricane... Uh, seasons changing, summer starts to leave, autumn falls on me, fall, winter, and spring. Um, which actually Kanye had an album that was going to come out following 808s called spring, summer, winter, I don't know Mm. what was it. It was a sequel to
1: Vivaldi's four seasons, right?
2: (laughs) I think so. I think it had to be. It was like summer, fall, winter, spring, like something like that, so to have the seasons come back. Ah, oh, uh, 80 degrees warming up for me. I feel deep. I fell deep, sunny, have to leave, open my eyes and see. we will float over water, leaning into shore as we make our nirvana sacred, so pure. Lift up the child, I know we will. That was Aunt Clemens, I and mean, then Kanye comes in. I chose not to be a slave. <laughs> Uh, drop the wave runners now we run the wave so it's just the one verse but it would be interesting if that's uh i mean if it carries that energy into the album and concluding the album that would be pretty i, I,
1: I mean again kind of could save himself a lot of work if he just copy and pasted what you just read and just made that the song
2: yeah Again, that would be fantastic. Fantastic. I, My I, favorite album.
1: I, I I forgot to ask, when when you told your friend he was every name in the book, uh, what was his reaction?
2: Uh I'm pretty sure he said something like you're even more names or something. Oh wow.
1: That's tough to do when you have named him every name in the book.
2: I know it was something that was just like very like insult judo yeah, right like without missing a beat he just <laughs> took what I said and like turned it back on me I was like ah oh. no uh, you know how it actually how it actually ended though he came down off the balcony and uh, I picked up a rock and I threw it at him oh god he had like rocks in his driveway and I hit him in the head, and
1: he just like and went you've down. been on the run ever since for manslaughter,
2: a little bit, yeah, <laughs> I'm risking bit. my life to tell this story, <laughs> uh, but his mom was like in the side yard as we were fighting, and she just like she saw it she just hears like clunk, and then sees her son like completely collapse to the ground, oh my God. Yeah, um, and then we both, like, run up to him and are like, David, 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 and he ended up being okay.
1: Yeah, he put a little hair on his chest that day.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's all the better for it.
1: Mm. You know what a good um, comeback would have been to your insult because you named him every name in the book? He should have been like, well, you're every shitty name in the book.
2: Uh, That would have been even more badass for, like, a five-year-old. (laughs) <laughs> wild
1: uh we learned a lot today mostly yeah. about you uh... every episode i get another piece of the Chris puzzle and it's it's frightening but entertaining
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh as long as it's entertaining
1: <laughs> as long as it's entertaining anything else on the album no god i hope it comes out this week though like there's like, there's like a heaviness in me of like, oh God, it's coming. And like, it's going to be a 20 episode season. Like, uh, but at the same time, like, I love doing this show. I love a new Connie album. Like, I'm ready for it. All right. Then let's hit the ground running when this thing
2: lands like mana from heaven.
1: Mm. This is everything. Perfect. you know
2: everything even has anti-vaccine lines so kanye might just
1: literally Mm. repeat the song wow this is uh i'm so stoked yeah well until next time oh do do we want to say what the next episode's going to be oh yeah if you want to hear us talk about kanye's uh
2: campaign rally in south carolina hop on over to the next episode
1: yeah are we going to release these both at once like one tuesday one friday what do you think
2: I think just as soon as possible.
1: All right. You know what to do then.
2: All right. Well, then. Sayonara, Kanye fans. Yeah. Stay wavy.
0: Loopy. And
1: I am. And they ask me, they ask me, they ask me. I tell them. Where's your glasses? Your glasses, your glasses to the sky. This is the last call for alcohol for
2: the to get your ass off
0: the wall. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality.